Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. It is February 18th on a Sunday. Hope you guys are having a good weekend so far. Uh, it is cold here in the deep south, at least what we're used to. It's 39 degrees this morning and uh, it's nice and crisp. It is, uh, it is cold, but it feels good to me. I like it, honestly. Um, but it is 8.32. I'm on my way to church. Uh, we go separately now, my wife and I, because my wife and the girls and I, because now we have a dog. So usually I'll stay until the very end. You know, obviously as a pastor, that's what I do. I stay and talk to people and pray for people and all that, and I love it. But uh, but sometimes I stay really long, and my wife and the girls go back to make sure our doggy's all good. We only had him for a couple weeks, but uh, just he's an awesome addition to the family, and the owner basically she was going to adopt a child <laughs> so she was going to be in another country a lot trying to work that all out and so she couldn't watch uh, his name is Teddy the, the boy dog couldn't watch um, Teddy anymore so so we she rehomed him and you know she I don't know interviewed people and did all that whole thing and then she was like you, you guys seem like a great family for this dog so um, so it's been awesome it's been awesome. Still kind of trying to train him. He's he's already six years old. Uh, but so anyway, all that to say, we're going to church separately. <laughs> but man, as as Jesus is talking here, uh, after he gives the model prayer, he talks a lot about anxiety and worrying and and why not to, <laughs> why not to do these things. And you know, all throughout the Bible, you see like these people of God, these awesome people of God, who the Lord assures them not to be afraid, not to worry not to be anxious. And I, I think it's important because God just doesn't haphazardly say things. He doesn't go, well, they don't need to hear this, but I'll tell them anyway. No. He says things because the the people need to hear the words that he's saying. You know, think about Moses. God assured him a lot in his calling. Moses needed it. You know, Joshua at least a few times, probably many more, it's recorded that God told Joshua to be strong and of good courage, or strong and courageous. You know, I think about, I, honestly, I think about Paul, and God assured him not to be afraid. You have people in this city. I mean, over and over, you see God assuring these men of God who should seemingly have faith that is soaring, Guys that we look up to, to emulate, to follow, because they had such faith, and yet God's telling them not to be afraid, not to worry, not to be anxious. I know it's said that in the in the Bible, uh, it's said it's not right, but it's said that it says, "Do not be worried, or do not be afraid, or do not fear." Three hundred sixty-five times. Now that's not completely accurate, but I get the sentiment, and the sentiment is. You know, every day, remember, don't worry. Don't fret, don't be afraid. And so I think that God emphasizes that a lot to his people because we're prone to fear. We're prone to worry. We're prone to say, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? We're prone to freak out over things that are not even going to happen. And I, I think a lot of the times we waste our lives worrying about things uselessly, right? 
And I get it. Some people say, you know, like moms. Moms are just, it's my job to worry. Well, that's not your job to worry. It's your job to train up your kids and pray for them and everything. But I, I get it. I get it. Certain ages, they get older and it gets a little more difficult to let them go and to let them experience things on their own. Um, but oftentimes we, we attempt to justify worry as if it's okay. We justify fear and go, well, it's just this, it's okay to fear this thing. Well, not according to God. And he lays it out. He lays it out clearly. And we've kind of, we kind of looked at it on Friday when we talked about don't be anxious about your life, right? Where Jesus was teaching his followers, don't be anxious about your life, about what you will eat or what you will wear. And he goes on and on about that. But then after he says, seek first the kingdom of God, he reemphasizes this again. Let me just read you this, this verse. Jesus says, therefore, in summation, right, about this whole worrying section, therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And so I love that. I love that because he makes it a point to listen, like, there's enough stuff you're going to deal with today. Focus on right now, presently. Don't don't be so fo- uh, future focused that you freak out today about what might happen tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's not even here yet. The past is gone. What all we have right now is the present. So don't worry about tomorrow. Don't be anxious about tomorrow. And don't worry about today. God's got you. He created you. He sustains you. He's with you. He's leading you. He's strengthening you. He is the one who gives wisdom. And direction and guidance. Like one pastor I love used to say, Calvary Chapel pastor, he was like, you know what, God gives direction and correction. (laughs) Two things that we absolutely need. We need direction, Lord. Which way do I go? What do I do? Where am I going? What's what's your will for my life? And so he leads, we follow. We take those steps of faith. So he gives us direction. But he also gives us correction. And sometimes that correction is a form of exhortation, which means a call to action. And right here he's saying, He's exhorting his believers, or I'm sorry, his followers, right? His disciples and the crowd that are gathered around. Don't be anxious about tomorrow. Don't worry about it. But, but no, don't worry about it. I'm, I've already gone before you and I already know what's going to happen tomorrow. And yeah, you might have some issues. You might have some conflict. You might have some confrontation. But I'm going to be with you through all of it. So don't even worry about it. Just place it into my hands. Let it go. And focus on right now in the present. I think so often we want to be somewhere or be something. And so we're looking way far in the future. And we're not really, not really, you know, um, redeeming the time presently because we're so looking so far ahead. Saying, well, when this happens, when, then I'm going to be happy. When that happens, when I get this promotion, when, I, when this happens with my kids, when that, you know. And we're always trying to say, well, eventually. No. What did Paul the Apostle say? That he learned. He said, I learned whatever state I am in to be content. Be content in the present. Live for right now. Don't worry about tomorrow. Such a good exhortation and encouragement from Jesus to his followers. And uh, I hope that encouraged someone today, you guys. Hey, I'm praying for your Sunday Love you guys, praying for you guys, stay in the Word, keep your eyes on Jesus, and we'll talk to you soon.